This is the Spiritual Awakening Show, and you're listening to part 34 of the ongoing Kundalini Awakening series. I'm your host, Brent Spirit, and today we're discussing the fact that Kundalini Awakening looks unique for everyone, and we're going to address some of the confusion around this fact. You can visit brentspirit.com for more free content just like this, to find out how to meet with me one-on-one, and to contact me with any questions about your spiritual awakening journey. You can also find the video version of this talk and others on my YouTube channel called Brent Spirit. Enjoy. Kundalini Awakening journey is highly individualized and unique for each person that goes through it, though there are general overarching themes that we see across the board. Now, this is one of the key themes in my work. Everyone's journey is unique. Compare yourself sparingly and don't let anyone dismiss you or your unique experiences because they may not be consistent with theirs. Okay. Now, I've mentioned ideas like this throughout the series, most clearly at the first few episodes but it's so important that it deserves its own section so that's what we're going to be talking about here today now everyone has a different disposition different karma different personality different social cultural life context everyone has a different past life history everyone has a different future mission calling and purpose so naturally everyone's kundalini process will be unique course there are overarching general themes such as you know an energetic phenomena in the body emotional purification shifts in perception of oneself in the world feelings of unity and oneness with the divine now these are overall themes that we all experience to some degree at different points along the way right something we have in common but outside of those overall themes there are an infinite amount of unique experiences that each individual has now, for some, you may be listening, you may be thinking, yeah, duh, this is like super obvious. We're all different. We're all unique, of course. But there are a few people who, you know, have issues with this idea. And so this is what, uh, th- this is who this, this episode is, is for today. Okay. Now, there are an infinite amount of unique experiences for each individual because the one that orchestrates it all, the one that, you know, governs all of it is Shakti. Okay. Now, Shakti is spiritual power, spiritual force. It's the infinite, primordial, creative intelligence of the universe, Shakti. Okay. So that's what animates everything in life. And we can see that most acutely within the Kundalini Awakening journey. Okay. So it is the most powerful creative force. So it creates everything. Everything you see is all animated and created by Shakti. She is the one that inspired the engineers to create the technology we see. She's the one who animates nature, okay, moves the clouds across the sky. All of that is all Shakti, okay? And you can perceive of her as a feminine goddess, but if that's too personal and too, you know, anthropomorphic, it is the feminine aspect of divinity, of the universe, And that's Shakti, okay? And so, of course, if she is going to give you a spiritual awakening process, it's going to be creative. It's going to be unique, right? Okay? 
That's why everyone is going to get very specific, individualized experiences. She's not cheap. She's not going to withhold or hold back. Everyone gets something unique. There's no duplicates, okay? However, like I said, there are some people who don't understand this. You know, they think that the journey is black and white. They think that it's consistent for everybody based on whatever they experience within themselves or based on, you know, maybe they read a book or something that made it seem as if it has to look like these handful of things. And if it doesn't look like these things, well, then it's not the real thing. Okay. And people believe this. And then they use those ideas, you know, that the journey is black and white, that it has to look a certain way. And they use it to compare and measure whether or not someone else is having a genuine awakening or not. And then, of course, somebody else who's having a genuine awakening may not be confident in what they're experiencing. And they may, you know, either seek the guidance of somebody who has these ideas of it all being black and white or somebody with those ideas approaches them and says, oh, you're a, you're awakening's not the real deal according to the standards that I have in my head. And then that person feels, oh, no, what's, you know, my, my awakening is not genuine, it's not real. And they start, you know, second guessing themselves, feeling insecure, feeling invalidated, um, you know, start gaslighting themselves saying, oh, I'm going crazy, you know, all that kind of stuff. That's why I'm making this episode today. I really want to squash those ideas. Okay. I'll give you some examples, you know, for, uh, for instance, the other day, Somebody reached out and they asked me, hey, Brent, did you see a blue pyramid when the Kundalini awakening, uh, the Kundalini energy rose from the root chakra up to your crown chakra and, you know, exited your crown? Did you see a blue pyramid? And I said, no, I didn't see a blue pyramid. And they said, oh, well, well that's what happened to me. And I had a complete awakening. I know I had a complete awakening and I saw the blue pyramid. So therefore, your awakening isn't complete, Brent. And I thought, you know what? Huh? This person thinks that the divine only has one thing that they can, that a person can be shown when, you know, Kundalini blasts open the crown chakra. And they think that one thing is a blue pyramid. You know, like, this is Shakti. This is the primordial creative intelligence of the universe. Okay. So there, she has an infinite amount of unique things for us all to experience and no two mystical experiences are perfectly identical. Like I said, for some, this may be really obvious, but you know, I've people, somebody reached out asking if I saw the blue pyramid and I, I, when I said no, they said, oh, your awakening wasn't real because I saw the blue pyramid, you know? Another time someone asked me, they said, hey, did you have that dream yet where you were laying on a table and a bunch of monks surrounded you with their and and you know gave you some healing with their hands like an energetic healing did you have that dream yet and i thought you know what do you mean yet like, of course i haven't had the same exact dream as you you know not everyone's going to have the same exact dreams right dreams are like there's no limits in dreams like infinite possibilities and dreams especially so why would i have the exact same dream as you why would you assume that you know i'm gonna at some point have it you know by asking me oh did you have that dream yet you know and so some people feel like i said like this is a black and white thing like we're all going through a linear progression of the exact same events and experiences and like uh um, checkpoints and if you don't align with what their ideas of what those checkpoints are, then they make you feel like you're not going through a genuine Kundalini awakening process. And like 
like I said, this is Shakti, the most brilliant creator ever, ever. Okay, so everyone's journey is unique. In the past, in a previous episode, I spoke about how Kundalini is just like puberty. And of course, we all know this, everyone's experience of puberty is unique. Okay, so some will grow hair on their legs and then their voice will deepen. Some's voice will deepen and then they'll grow hair on their legs. Some people don't grow hair on their legs at all. Some people don't have their voice deepen. Okay, so regardless of, of, of the order or the degree of these experiences, we all go through puberty, right? You don't look at a person and say, oh, you, you know, you're 25, no hair on your legs. Well, you guess you didn't go through puberty because I got hair on my legs. That's what happened to me when I went through puberty. And so, you know, I'm the standard of what puberty is. No, that'd be ridiculous, right? And so it's the same with, with Kundalini, right? No individual is a standard based on their experiences, okay? And we also don't want to get caught up in comparing our experiences with each other, right? You know, oh, you had this experience, I, I did, I didn't, and therefore I'm at ahead or behind, right? That's like comparing, you know, like armpit hair, you know, like tweens comparing comparing armpit hair like it's that ridiculous to compare mystical experiences or energetic phenomena or the order in which those things happen it's all unique just like puberty okay and it's for this reason to avoid these like unnecessary complications around comparison that some choose to refrain from sharing too much detail about their experiences okay and like we see this in some traditions, you know, you don't talk about your mystical experiences. There's many reasons, you know, you don't want to be attached. You also don't want to, you know, scare anybody or mislead anybody or get them to think, oh, this didn't happen to me. I'm, I'm not ahead or I'm very far behind or get jealous or to then to also start chasing those mystical experiences. So these are the reason that we don't talk about it too much. But there is some benefit to sharing about them as well. And as long as we are aiming not to get involved in comparison, okay? So we set the, the intention to not... Um, compare in an adverse way when we learn about others' experience, and we set the intention for not for others not to also compare when we share about our own experiences as well. Okay, so on the Kundalini awakening journey, it's just like puberty is very unique. Some will go through like really intense emotional purging. Some won't. Some will have Kundalini rise from the root chakra up to the crown, blast the crown open in one sudden experience. Some will have it a very gradual experience. Some will have what we would call a top-down awakening, you know, the descent of grace. They'll feel energy pour in from the crown in a very gentle way, in a very intense way. Some people have kriyas that are very, very um, dynamic and they'll move all over the place. Some don't really experience kriyas. Some will have vocalizations. Some don't. It's all unique and different for each individual. You know, we all come with different experiences, different uh, karma, different emotional issues, different trauma, different also skills and inclinations, right? So some who are more creative and expressive when it comes to words may have vocalizations, right? or they may not as well. It's unique. And some of this, well, most of it is out, it's, a it's a mystery. I really, really am adamant about the fact that nobody actually is an expert on any of this. Nobody knows everything about this. I don't. 
I'm not the final word on it. I don't think anybody is. I don't think any tradition is. This is all very, very mysterious. And part of the mystery is that it's like it's unique for everyone. Okay. So when we are sharing, we're sharing to enjoy and appreciate, you know, the brilliant um, stories and unfoldings that, you know, the spiritual journey expresses itself as through people when we share and that cultivates a sense of devotion, cultivates a sense of awe and wonder. And we want to cultivate those feelings, but we don't want to become attached to thinking, oh, this person had this experience. I have to have that experience or mine was different or mine wasn't as intense. And we don't want to get to a caught up in attachment. We just want to cultivate a sense of appreciation. Okay. We also want to share and enjoy the sharings of others to feel validated to know, oh yeah, okay, they had something similar to me. Maybe not exactly the same, but the themes are generally similar. Or they had something that's as weird in its own way as I had something as really weird happen to me. And so, you know, they had something weird happen, I had something weird happen. It's okay, I'm not going crazy. So we feel validated in this way, but we don't want to get caught up, like I've been saying, in, you know, intense comparison. I've interviewed many people and I plan to interview more. If you know anybody interesting, you can send me an email with uh, with some of their information. I'd be happy to uh, consider having them on the show. But my intention with interviewing people is to show that this journey is unique. It's unique for everybody, okay? So everybody that I've interviewed so far has all shared something very unique and different about their path and the way it unfolding, the length of time that it unfolded, when it began, um, you know, some of the challenges they faced. Some people were drawn to certain traditions, certain practices. Some people, uh, you know, or ran the other direction from certain traditions or practices, okay? And so overall, though, if we were to conduct an analysis on all of the interviews that I've done so far, you'd see you could extract there are certain overarching themes, right? And like I said, themes around healing, themes around self-love, themes around union with the divine, and of course, themes around being a human being. It's very, very important as well, being a human being. That's also a a a central theme on the Kundalini Awakening journey. It's not about being anything but human being. The humanist is, is integral to this process, okay? So I invite you to check those interviews out if you haven't already, just to get a sense of what I'm sharing here. And of course, it's not just limited to the, you know, my own material and, and podcast. Look around you. Look at the works of people that have gone through Kundalini Awakening. It's also unique and different, okay? So keep this in mind. Everyone's going to have a unique journey. Let go of any any attachment to comparison, especially if it's, you know, seeking out the experiences that others have had and and honor and appreciate your unique journey and, uh, you know, enjoy the ride from that perspective. So that's my journey. Of, <laughs> that's my message for you today. You can visit brentspirit.com for more free content just like this. I've got uh, some blog posts, some eBooks, uh, some more talks on Kundalini, talks on spiritual awakening in general as well. You can also find out how to meet with me one-on-one -on -one if you'd like to do that. You can also make a donation if you'd like to support me in this work. And if you'd like to contact me with any questions about your spiritual awakening journey, I'll be happy to give you a response. Brentspirit.com is where you can find out more. Thanks so much for listening. And until next time, much love and peace. <laughs>